Hello everyone, welcome to our second episode of season two of Refugees on Air. This is your host Sarah and Maya. Um, and today we're actually joined by a good friend of mine. Her name is Marilla. Marilla, thank you for joining us th- through this phone call in these crazy times. I know it must be very different to have an interview over the phone. Thank you for having me. That's all right. Um, I don't think there's a better way to start than to talk about the pretty crazy story of how we met on orientation day, actually. Yeah. Um, it was that day when we went to uh, Swinburne University. And I, I was there. I was like, I just want to see someone that I know in, in, in this university that, like, whenever I ask one of my friends, if, like, if you're going to Swinburne, they're like, nah, not, not Swinburne. And I was like, yeah, I just want to see someone that's, that's familiar, just like to talk with on the first day. And there she was, <laughs> Sarah, standing, standing there. Like, I didn't, um, I didn't know you, like, um, face-to-face at that time. But um, I, I heard about you. Like, I heard a little bit about you and, uh, and Maya and all the amazing things you do. And I was like, is she Maya or Sarah? And thank God, thank God you had that, ta- uh, that name tag. Otherwise, I would have asked that question. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, it was... It was a bit of a shock for me too. I know orientation days and first days, especially at university, are always pretty hard, pretty different and nerve-wracking. And so when you uh, approached me, I actually didn't really recognize you, but I had a feeling that I've seen you somewhere. And actually for our listeners, Marilla was on the project um, for uh, achieving amazing VCE scores. And yeah, and I saw you at the orientation and you came up to me and I was so awkward about it because I, I just didn't know how to respond. <laughs> um, yeah, but it was it was awesome. And then we just, yeah, we hit it off from there. Yeah, and, and it was great, great since then. It's great to get to know someone, um, especially on the first day. And I'm so glad you had the courage to come and approach me or else we wouldn't have been able to, you know, do this interview. Yeah, I'm so glad I did that too. I was like, yeah. should I go or not? It it will be awkward, like going to her and say, yeah, I know you. <laughs> but yeah, I'm glad that I did it. Yeah, me too. Me too. So Marilla, why don't you tell us a little bit about your story? Okay, so um, I came from uh, Syria three years ago in April 2017. And I come from... Um, Al Hasake, which is a city in the in the northeast of Syria, it's not a very known city, but it's my city. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I've been here for three years. I did one semester in a language school, and then two years of high school, and now I'm studying software engineering at Swinburne University. Wow! Look how far you've come in such a small period of time. Amazing. I've got a question for you. Well, Maya's got a question for you, actually. Yeah, um, I was just wondering, what were your first impressions of Australia and how did you find settling into a new country, you know, with overcoming so many barriers ahead of you? First impressions of Australia. Well, Australia was like, it was a different but uh, interesting. Like, yeah, when I first arrived, it was just like one of the scenes that I like usually see on in movies, with like all the green spots and all these high buildings, and it was really interesting. Just like to be here, it was different to me because of the language, 
like to start with culture the time and the weather oh my god the weather of melbourne <laughs> like i'm still trying to cope with it three years and still trying i think people um, who've lived in melbourne their whole life are still trying to understand how the weather works <laughs> here <laughs> yeah um but for me it was like a fresh start even though i was really frustrated about like the two years of schooling that i lost because like i finished yeah. year 11 back in syria and then when i came here i start again from uh year 11 it was a bit frustrating to me and i was like all my yeah. friends are going to uni like they they're finishing their first year of uni and i'm starting year 11 again but i thought i'm here and if i don't start i won't go anywhere so just let's just do it yes i love that mindset of yours um how even if everything seems like it was a setback for you you still you know went ahead with it and said you know this is this is where i am right now and this is where i have to where i have to go and now you're at swinburne which is my university as well why did you choose software engineering that's what i'm actually interested about <laughs> well software engineering has always been the dream for me i don't know uh where you come from if if they had like the technologies back there but in my city we didn't have that much technology it was just like we barely had computers so all all the time i was dreaming of like being able to work with all these cool tech things and like programs and like just understand what all these lines of codes are for i was planning to study software engineering back in syria but i had to uh, move to a different city to study it I came here and I had the opportunity and I was like yes this is this is what I want and I had I did it in year 11 and 12 in high school and the like the joy and the experience I had there there were just like a confirmation that yeah this is the the dream job for me when I think of software engineering and becoming an engineer I always think of going back to Syria and like helping with rebuilding things and developing things like further It's funny you say that actually. I've thought about that in a similar way now that I'm studying film. Like I would love to take all these experiences and stories that I've heard, you know, put it on a screen for people to to watch. I think that it's like a shared experience between a lot of migrants, that feeling of wanting to give something back or to re- return the favor to the people who haven't had the same opportunity. Like having that reason to wake up to every day and to strive in your achievements and in your studies um it really pushes you yeah it's really motivating like i spent 17 years back in syria 16 years and they were amazing to me and they they are the reason of who i am so it doesn't it doesn't seem right to just like leave everything behind and not go back to it speaking of you know not leaving everything behind but also integrating into new culture and society how do you find the balance between maintaining you know your syrian identity and integrating into a new australian culture what i like most about australia and like melbourne specifically is uh its diversity when i came here i was like yeah everyone is australian and then like <laughs> Two days later I found friends from Syria, friends from Iraq, friends from like all uh the uh, Middle East and from 
like other countries from all over the world, which is like really nice to have all these people and to learn about their cultures or like their, their lives and just to engage with them. And the good thing is the acceptance. It's not just like Arab people should be with Arab people. It's it's more of like accepting each other and like just just having fun with each other, helping each other. Yeah. That's one thing that Maya and I love as, as well about Australia and about Melbourne specifically is how everywhere you look there is diversity, which is wonderful. It makes it that more rich. Mm-hmm. Um, and also... Um, <laughs> We're a bit a bit of fangirls in this house of your music. I know my parents really love watching all your videos and I send them to relatives overseas as well. <laughs> we, on this podcast, we speak to a lot of amazing different people and one main way that they choose to express themselves is through art and music. Why is music important to you and how have you fi- found it, you know, performing in a different language in Australia? Well, music has always been a big part of who I am. Not that I started singing when I was four years old, but just like listening to music and uh, like just feeling all these emotions and, and all the, the hard work they put in making a song. If it like the lyrics or like the melody or just whatever it is about the song or the singer himself or herself. It's just um, soothing to me and it's, it's, it's a big part of my, my daily life. It's like I I have to listen to music every day. It it just makes me feel better, and and most of the time, music uh, like songs, um, songs express who you are, like the the type of songs you listen to. Like if if you're down, sometimes you can listen like you listen to sad music, or like if you want a motivation, you've got these songs. It's just like it's got everything. I started singing back in Syria, it was 2016 maybe, and I joined a choir at that time. I performed with them one time, so when I came to Australia I had no experience in performance. But lucky me, uh, I chose uh, music for my VCE for year 11 and 12, and I had an amazing teacher who taught me a lot about performance and about singing. And about all these things. And I performed at that school um, four times, four or five times. And the last time I performed, it was like the biggest performance I ever did. There were more, there were like more than 300 people in that room. It was, it was scary, but it was great. That's amazing. Wow. I can already tell how passionate you are about music and what it means to you. I have a question though, what sort of music do you like to listen to currently? Well, I don't really listen to uh, English music that much. I listen to Arabic music and I don't know what like genres they are. But I mainly listen to like uh, quiet music. I don't I don't listen to that loud music. And, and maybe you know from my page that all the songs that I do are like slow songs and like sometimes sad songs some of them are like hopeful but in a quiet way not like in a crazy loud way if you could send one message out to any newly arrived migrants like yourself what would it be well i just want to say that we refugees were forced to leave our countries 
and everything that we worked on our entire lives to start a new life in an entirely new country. This does not mean that we give up our dreams and hopes. We just need to seize whatever opportunities we get and make the best out of them. Because whatever we face now, it won't be harder than what we've already been through. So just have faith, believe in yourself and keep going. Don't stop on the first obstacle that you get in your way. Just just keep going and, and you'll reach what you're looking for. Perfect. <laughs> wow, that was, yeah, that was really perfect. Thank you so much for sharing that with us and sharing your story with us, more importantly. Me and Maya, we, we really admire you and admire how far you've come and how you've never let, you know, as you said, obstacles um, come in the way of your dreams, whether that be software engineering or music. Completely two different things, by the way, but <laughs> they work so well together. So thank you so much. No worries. There's just one thing I want to add. Yeah. I don't think I would have been able to do anything of what I did or achieve anything without the support of my family and friends. Just like having these people with you, the the ones that believe in you, and and like choosing to listen to those who, who really care about you, not those who say that you should do this and do that when it's not your dream, but the ones that believe in you and trust in you and support you whatever you want to do. You've got a lot of supporters out there, uh, family and friends, and especially on your social media pages for your music, which is widely supported by people from all over the globe, really. Yeah, I've been, I've been so lucky to have all these people. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. And you deserve all the success that is coming your way. Um, we'll make sure we will link your... Um, music page for our listeners to check out even if it's in in another language i'm sure we can all feel the emotion that you um radiate through your songs and your music and we'll make sure that we keep an eye out for everything that you achieve in the future um so thank you so much for this interview and um hopefully when uni comes back we can go for another round of falafel what do you say Yeah, sure. Uh, thanks a lot for having me and like your show and, and everything you do is just like really uh, admirable and really amazing. Thank you for that. That's okay. Thank you. And thank you all for listening and make sure to check out our Facebook and Instagram pages at Refugees On Air. We hope you're all staying safe and we're going to leave you with um, a song that Marilla has covered. It's a song in Arabic and it's about hope. على رغم الجو المشحون تبعن للصرف المرهون مطرح ما عيونك بتكون بأحلم شوفك يوما ما بكرة بيخلص هالكابوس وبدل الشمس بتضوي شموس وعلى أرض الوطن المحروس رح نتلاقى يوما ما على رغم الجو المشحون تبعن للصرف المرهون مطرح ما عيونك بتكون بحلم شوفك يوما ما بكرة بيخلص هالكابوس وبدل الشمس بتضوي شموس وعلى أرض الوطن المحروس رح نتلاقى يوما ما مع إنه وضعك مهزوز ومرات بحسك نرفوز لازم تعقل ما بيجوز إذا مش هلأ يوما ما 
مع انه وضعك محزوز ومرات بحسك نرفوز لازم تعال ما بيجوز اذا مش هلا يوما ما على رغم الجو المشحون تبعن للصرف المرهون مطرح مع عيونك بتكون بحلم شوفك يوما ما بكره بيخلص هالكابوس وبدل الشمس بتضو شموس وعلى ارض الوطن المحروس رح نتلاقى يوما ما وعلى ارض الوطن المحروس رح نتلاقى يوما ما